Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. should we be, you know, spending all of our time rebuking demons and talking about how hard the warfare is and how we're under attack and this and that and the other. Listen, yes, we are under attack. Yes, he is relentless, but don't glorify him. Just let's let's realize that God is at work and we can count on him. When something goes wrong, people are quick to exclaim, must be the devil at work. Could it have just been our sinful human nature Pastor Robert reminds us to not glorify the devil in our lives. Yes, he is scheming, but God is doing a greater work. Today, let's give more glory and shine a brighter light on the things of God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 25, as he continues his message, Appealing to Caesar. We make a mistake on both sides of the equation with regard to the devil. On the one side over here, we're like ashamed to talk about it. The devil. Because, with you know, the little pointy, you know, horned guy with the tail. And and we don't want people to think that we're nuts. So we're kind of ashamed to talk about it. I mean, you really believe that? You believe there's a literal devil? Yes. Yes. And the ones who make fun of us for believing it, they believe it too. Just watch television for a bit. My goodness, it seems like every other show on Netflix and these streaming services is about some devil or another, some supernatural, demonic kind of a thing, vampires and werewolves and supernatural this and demonic that. And But see, the other extreme is that everything's a demon and everything's an attack and everything's spiritual warfare. And we have to be careful of that, too, because we can reach a point where we're glorifying the enemy. We're giving him so much credit that it ends up, you know, somewhere in the middle is where we need to be. In other words, don't pretend he's not there, and don't be ignorant of what he's up to. Be alert, be sober, and be vigilant. Be on your guard. Don't give him any room with which to beat you up or work you over. Don't compromise. Don't spiritualize him away in the sense that you make everything so. Be practical with your spiritual warfare. If you compromise, you've just given him something with which he can beat you up. 
One little compromise, one little white lie. What's the harm? Nobody's perfect. Well, you better be trying unless you want to take a beating from Satan because he capitalizes on every stupid mistake we make. Every little compromise, every little rationalization, every little excuse, he'll use it against you. You're giving him a weapon with which to attack you. That's why the Bible tells us, don't do that. Don't give him a landing place. Don't give place to the devil in your life. But neither should we be, you know, spending all of our time rebuking demons and talking about how hard the warfare is and how we're under attack and this and that and the other. Listen, yes, we are under attack. Yes, he is relentless, but don't glorify him. Just let's let's realize that God is at work and we can count on him. Verse four, let's continue. Festus answered, that Paul should be kept at Caesarea. They're begging, you know, bring Paul here to Jerusalem. And he says, no, I'm not going to do that. He's in custody already. He's in prison. You realize that, right? The guy's been in prison two years already. I don't need to bring him up here. I'm headed back up there in a few days, he says. Therefore, verse 5, let those who have authority among you go down with me and accuse this man to see if there's any fault in him. And when he had remained among them more than 10 days, he went down to Caesarea. And the next day, sitting on the judgment seat, he commanded Paul to be brought. When he had come, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood about and laid many serious complaints against Paul, which they could not prove. While he answered for himself, quote, neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar, Have I offended in anything at all? In other words, Paul said, I'm not guilty in either court. I'm not guilty of profaning the temple. I'm not guilty of creating a riot inside the temple or or sedition against Caesar. I'm not not guilty of anything. Verse 9, but Festus, this new governor, wanting to do the Jews a favor, answered Paul and said, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and there be judged before me concerning these things? Now, again, let's pause for just a minute. Remember, the original accusations, it was this group of Jewish men from Asia Minor, specifically from Ephesus, and they had seen the Apostle Paul in the city of Jerusalem with an Ephesian, a non-Jewish follower of Jesus who had come with him, But they made the assumption, or at least the Bible says they wrongly assumed that Paul had taken this guy, I think it was Trophimus, right? Taken him inside the temple, which he had not done. But they immediately accused him of defiling or profaning the temple. And that created this big uproar. They were going to beat him to death if the Roman commander hadn't intervened. And the only reason that the Roman commander was there to intervene was that the Antonia Fortress is right next to the Temple Mount. When they dragged Paul out of the temple, there was this big riot going on, and so the Roman soldiers realized something was up, and the garrison commander came with a bunch of troops, and they, they rescued Paul, basically, and then ended up arresting him. Now, the thing that's fascinating to me about this is that it was all lies. It was all based on lies. Now, this lets us know, don't miss this, that disinformation campaigns are nothing new. Nothing new at all. We have technology, we have social media, you know, we have 24-hour news 
streaming services and all these different things now that they didn't have back then. But disinformation campaigns have been going on since the very beginning. In fact, Jesus tells us that the devil is the father of lies. What does that mean? What it means is deception originated with Satan. And we see that way back in the Garden of Eden. Disinformation began with the serpent and Eve. And he began twisting. Did God really say, well, that's not true? And he began lying. He began sowing seeds of doubt and confusion. But you see, the good news is that God had a plan, even then, even back in the garden, to utilize the devil's self-serving schemes to function as a facilitator of gospel communication, which is what he's doing now with Paul's circumstances. But in Genesis chapter 3, verse 13, we read, the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you've done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Now, do you understand this wasn't like an inquisition? You know, God didn't need her to explain herself, right? This was a confrontation. Eve, what have you done? It's kind of like when you're confronting a child, and it's like, what, what are you doing? You know what the kid's doing. You can see what the child is doing. It's just a confrontation. What are you doing? And Eve said, well, this, the snake deceived me. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. Remember, this is something that a lot of times gets overlooked. All of creation was cursed. Why? Well, because think about it this way. In the very beginning, God said concerning his creation, this is very good. He looked at everything that he'd created and he said, this is very good. And it was. It was in perfect harmony, perfect synchronicity. Everything was in agreement with everything, including God. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.